This is the Early Childhood Research Podcast and you're listening to Episode 20. Welcome to the Early Childhood Research Podcast, where we tell you how the latest research can help in your home and in your classroom. Thanks for visiting today. I'm Liz, the host of the Early Childhood Research Podcast, and today we're talking about how scribbling can put our kids on the fast track. This week I read an interesting paper published in 2016 about the role that scribbling plays in the development of imagination and cognitive function in young children. The authors are Elizabeth and Andrew Coates from Warwick University in England. This episode is basically a summary of their paper, so I don't take any credit for the content unless I've gone off on a tangent. Because it's a summary, I've boiled it down to points that I feel are the most relevant and practical for teachers, for parents and for carers. If you're interested in that research paper, you can find it along with the transcript of this episode, plus a free download with a little book and templates that your kids might like to scribble on at lizesearlylearningspot.com. Just click on the podcast tab and look for episode 20. I was struck by a comment from the authors that many of us working with young children value scribbling, but mainly as a precursor to writing. We're happy that they're working on their fine motor skills, but beyond a little chat and a metaphorical pat on the head for their good work, we're not taking the whole scribbling process as seriously as it deserves. So what value does scribbling have according to the research? Firstly, scribbling gives importance to a child's narrative. And if there's one thing I'd like you to take from today's episode, it's that, that scribbling gives importance to a child's narrative. When children start scribbling, it isn't possible to determine what they're drawing unless they tell you or show you in some way. And this discussion, whether it's adult to child or between children, is highly valuable. It can give us a glimpse into the depth of what the child is thinking that goes far beyond what is evident from the scribbles themselves. The research showed that most kids, not all, but most kids loved to scribble and they loved to chat while scribbling. They want us to know what they're imagining and where they're going with their picture This doesn't just tell us how the child is organising their drawing, it also gives us an insight into their cultural understanding of the world, of their relationships, of their dreams. It gives us understanding into how a child explores and expresses ideas. I'm reminded of one of the big reasons we encourage reading to children from babyhood, and that's the development of vocabulary. We read a wide range of books to expose our kids to more words. We talk about what the books mean. We point to letters and make the sounds. We know that children who are read to regularly from birth have a much higher chance of attaining academic success than those that miss out. And it seems to me that encouraging children to chat about their scribbles is like a role reversal where a child can be the one leading the conversation. What a great way to get them chatting, to be able to listen to them and ask questions, encouraging them to use all the words in their vocabulary to explain what they're thinking. In early childhood settings, when we're thinking about assessment, we'll often talk to kids about their pictures and write something on the artwork to clarify what the child has drawn. But perhaps we're not going far enough, since research is suggesting that the child's narrative doesn't just consist of telling us about their drawing after they've finished. 
It encompasses the whole process of planning their picture, putting pencil to paper, developing ideas and maybe changing ideas throughout the process. And while some children will know where they're going before they start, others like to chat and discuss their ideas and use these conversations to influence their art or their writing, whatever they're interpreting their scribbles as. If we only talk to our kids at the end, or if we just talk about what colours they're using, we're missing out on gaining a greater understanding of our children, of what makes them tick, what inspires them, what confuses or worries them. It can be difficult to find the time, but encouraging young children to present their ideas in a friendly and supportive atmosphere is really great for language development. And it's cheap. We don't have to go through reams of recycled paper. We can use little kid-sized whiteboards over and over or draw with fingertips in trays of coloured rice or sand. We can encourage our parents to engage in this kind of activity with their kids. Now, we always encourage our parents to read with their kids. Why not ask them to add some weekly drawing time? The emotional and verbal connections over time can be highly significant, especially for at-risk children. Another value of scribbling, according to the researchers, is that the scribbling stages themselves are significant. The scribbling stages are an indication of a child's development. The researchers identified three stages of scribbling. The first is just basic scribbles where kids draw for its own sake. There's no thought really behind it. They're just putting marks onto paper. The second stage is when they scribble to express what's going on in their mind, uh, where the child will chat often to themselves all the way through the scribbling process. At this stage, it's impossible to understand the picture without the child's chatter. This is a stage where we often underestimate the depth of a child's thought processes. Even though we can't see what the picture is, a child can have a complete narrative that goes along with it. And what a great opportunity for us to engage meaningfully and with purpose with our kids. The third stage is when scribbles transition into meaningful symbols. And no, we're not talking about the alphabet. (laughs) A child will start to see a line or a shape that looks familiar and name it. For example, they'll say, that's the sun. And then they'll try and make that same shape over and over. Eventually, the scribble morphs into what can be recognised by the child, and maybe others as well, as a specific object. There's such an emphasis placed on cognitive development that a child's scribbles are often not seen as significant until recognisable images appear on the page. These recognisable images give us a jumping off point for talking to our kids in more depth about their own lives and experiences. But this approach brushes aside the learning kids are engaging in with their scribbles. Yes, they're young, but they already hold a view of the world, of their immediate environment and the culture they're living in. Despite their age and verbal limitations, they still want to share their story or their experience with others. Drawing is also a way for children to extend the creative fantasy worlds of their outside play. When children draw, they don't have to be bound by reality, just like when they play or when they're reading books. 
Their imaginations can take them anywhere and create any scenario. And that can tell us a lot if we can gain entry into their imaginary world. Thirdly, scribbling allows us the opportunity to respond. This is important. For children to feel respected, it's important that we take their work seriously. By listening carefully and acknowledging a child's intelligence, we demonstrate that respect and validate their efforts. And this is just as important with peer-to-peer relationships. When children are scribbling next to each other, they'll generally be talking constantly, sharing their thoughts and influencing each other's finished product. This doesn't just build relationships, but can build respect and a sense of belonging. Another sign of respect is to allow children to choose their own subject matter because research shows that kids are much more engaged when they follow their own interests rather than when we allocate a topic. Apparently, teachers are sometimes at a loss to know what to say to kids about their scribbles. So we need to learn to look beyond the scribbling and find out why a child changed colours or why the straight line turned squiggly. In other words, we need to try and dig down to the child's narrative. They can have a whole imaginary world in their head that is represented by those seemingly random lines and shapes. And to get to know our children more fully, we need to do our best to uncover this richness of thinking. Most of the children that took part in this research would declare their pictures to be finished before starting on a new picture. They were content with the finished product and did not feel that anything else needed to be added. If we want to show respect towards our kids, we also need to be content with their finished products. Are you tempted to sometimes improve a child's artwork by manipulating it in some way? All I can say is resist that temptation. In 1955, Professor Grosinger referred to scribbles as letters that children write to themselves. I love the visual of this, letters that children write to themselves. Vygotsky talked about scribbling as a type of graphic speech. John Matthews said that scribbles are products of a systematic investigation rather than haphazard actions. In other words, scribbling has merit. If you're looking for lots of creative ways for your kids to engage in mark making, I highly recommend downloading a free PDF from the UK Education Department entitled Mark Making Matters. You can find the link on my blog, but if you just Google Mark Making Matters, it will pop up near the top of in your Google search. Well, it did for me. For me, it was the second one down and had PDF in the front, uh, and that's the one you want to get. There are tons of fun ideas for writing inside, for outdoor learning, for role play, water play, mathematical learning, creativity and critical thinking. After all, it's not all about sitting at a table with a pencil and a piece of paper. Kids can make marks and draw squiggles anywhere. Mark Making Matters says that the dual combination of drawing and talking plays an essential part in the development of children's thinking, reasoning and problem solving. And that sounds like an excellent reason for us to engage with our children as they scribble and chat their way to higher language, fine motor and communication skills and have a blast while they're doing it.
That's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes to leave a rating and review. It helps others to find the podcast. And remember, you can find some free scribbling templates, plus the link to Mark Making Matters and the transcript of this episode at lizesearlylearningspot.com. Click on the podcast tab and look for episode 20. You can also find many other free resources to help with the development of pre-writing skills. This podcast is part of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts by educators, podcasts for educators. To check out more in education, including other early childhood-focused podcasts, go to edupodcastnetwork.com. Thanks for joining me to learn more about early childhood research, and I wish you happy teaching, scribbling and learning. Thanks for listening to the Early Childhood Research Podcast at www.lizesearlylearningspot.com. <laughs>